What's going on? What's going on? Entertain the geeky. Remember, remember the fifth of November. eyes. So, hello. It's it's been a couple of weeks. Sorry. Um, yeah, I happened. Yeah. I got sick. I'm trying to open a comic book store, uh, so, which is a lot of work. A shit ton. In addition, really? You're just going to walk into the frame <laughs> with that? You're not even in the frame, yeah, right? But you're just going to walk into my periphery with the Michael Myers <laughs> mask on? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't do shit like that. I might throw something at you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's just been a lot. You know, I'm, uh, in addition to putting together fixtures and... Uh, coordinating uh, deliveries and things like that. I still have to be checking in product, and it's just a lot. It's a lot to do. It's a lot to 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 work on, and I've been working uh, almost every day. Uh, I had a day last week where my my furnace wasn't working. One of the coldest days of the year so far. Or this this season. Was so it far. Halloween? No, no, no. Okay, because Halloween was crazy yeah, cold too. It got really cold that night, right? Yeah. But yeah. This was really cold during the day, and I my furnace went out, so then I had to deal with all that shit. So I missed a day, <laughs> but it's because I had to be home to have a, you know, person come fix my stuff. Oh man. I've been, I, yeah, I've been putting crazy hours in at work. So like last month was really, really slow for us. Uh, interest rates are high. Sure. So yeah, it makes people, sense. people aren't wanting to, to take things out on credit right now. So I'm like, okay, yeah, well yeah, I'm gonna um, have to work extra time to make up for the shit that I'm not doing that I would normally be doing. Right. Oh, brutal, man. Uh, but yeah, in that time, we passed October the twentieth, <laughs> we did, which was the day that Spider Man Two uh, came to exclusively to the PlayStation Five. Uh, one of the f- it's 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 not the first exclusive PlayStation Five game, but it is uh, it is a pretty big one. That's a huge one. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty big one that we've conti- you know up until this point had PlayStation Four developed titles that we upscaled for PlayStation Five. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, <coughs> so. I admittedly have not played it. I don't have a PlayStation Five. I'm a PC guy, um, and I my whole thing was I was like, oh, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait until it's a PC game like Spider Man before yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, it. it will be a PC game eventually. Eventually, yeah, yeah. Um, but you aren't that kind of guy. No, I have the PlayStation Five. Yes, um, and I have played the game uh, three times now. And you may uh, be thinking out there, "Wow, that sounds excessive," and it is. You're right. Uh, <laughs> But it's a really good game. I mean, it's uh, it's probably the greatest Spider-Man game I've ever played. Um, now, that's that's coming from a person who's played even like the old Nintendo Spider-Man games. Right. I played the Atari Spider-Man game. You know, there was an Atari Spider-Man game. Look Showing it up. his age now. Look it up. It happened. I'm an old man. Uh, so it's, you know, we've seen an evolution to... Spider-Man as a game, right? It's, it's gotten more realistic. It's gotten more physics-based in how it moves and how it swings. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's hard to judge games today based on games then. And so really it comes down to how did it make you feel? You know, how, how did you feel while you were playing it as the story unfolded? As someone who's a Spider-Man fan, uh, both of us uh, are Spider-Man fans. Um, it just, we've come to a place where it's so close and it's so well acted. It's basically bringing a comic book to life at this point. So 
again, not playing it. I've I've watched reviews on it, watched videos on gameplay, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, basically, I've heard as far as character development goes, they've continued to develop characters past where yes. they were in the last game, which oh, is yeah. incredible. That's what you want. Yeah, we see a progression to Peter and Miles and characters like Rio, who we've gotten to know through all three games, Miles' mother, mm-hmm. right? I mean, obviously, Jeff didn't make it, or his father didn't make it past the first game. Uncle Aaron. There's an arc to Uncle Aaron, the Prowler, right, as a character that is just beautiful, right? It's it's development in who these characters are. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's, uh, I mean, it's one of the best games ever. I mean, it's it's impossible to say this, right? But a game of the year potential thing this year is going to be the most contentious, one of the most contentious things we've ever seen that category be, because what? we have Spider-Man Two, we have God of War, we have. Resident Evil 4 remake, we have, uh, I mean, uh, uh, those are just ones that I've played personally, right? Right, 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 yeah. I mean, there, there are there's, contenders there's a, there's all a crazy, across the board. There's a crazy list of games that yeah. could, could be. Uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom is year. definitely one of them. <laughs> like, it is an insane year for video games when, uh, they, that are all, that have been all so just big. so good. They're so big, every time one of them comes out, that's all you will see if you're if you're a gamer. That's yeah, all yeah. you will see in your news feed on the internet. Yeah, across the internet, across is, YouTube, whatever. Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man. Uh-huh. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom, Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. Like that's all it was. Yeah, for- yeah. My feed in YouTube got. I watched one video by one of a, a YouTuber that I follow, uh, and it all of a sudden was just everywhere. The algorithm like, was there's, like, there's so yes. many things going on right now that are related to it. Yeah. People doing it on, you know, live stream, people just talking about it, people finding hidden secrets and, and glitches and stuff that you can do. Uh, so yeah, it's just everywhere, but it's brilliant. I mean, it, it tells, it tells a story that really continues the narrative uh, of the first two games uh, being, you know, the original Spider-Man and then the Miles Morales kind of side story. Uh, and it sets up just like that, just like those games did. It sets up its next game in a way that you know is going to pay off, right? That you know because you've seen what the setup for from Spider Man and Miles Morales has done to this game, right? Bringing in the symbiote and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that's not a spoiler. We'll get to spoilers in a, in a little bit here. Symbiotes were part of the marketing, right? I mean, Venom's part of the marketing, yeah, obviously. We, we we know Craven and Venom are there. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. These are characters that are part of the marketing. Um, so yeah, I mean it 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 really does uh pay off what those setups were in those first two games in a really good way. And so you see the setup for the next thing and you know, oh man, it's it's going to pay off in a really good way. And when we get to spoilery talk, I'll talk about it, but I think I have an understanding of where it's going. So, do you think um that they're going to do that they're going to do DLC for this game? Or do oh, you it's th- definitely going to have DLC. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That is, that's, Insomniac's already said that. That's not even a question. Okay. I didn't yeah. know if they were going to do it as DLC or just do uh, a sequel in a year. because. So I think there will probably be, like Miles Morales, there will probably be another shorter, like, sequel. shorter side sequel to, okay. to, to, to take the wait time down. But you got to remember, most of Insomniac's team has now moved full-time over to developing Wolverine. Yeah. Right. Wolverine is, is in its early stages. Character models have been made. People uh, are already shit. Things have about been made. Game, yeah. yeah. And that game's probably going to be great. It's tied into this Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. least that's what they say. I mean, there's no proof of that yet, but they say that the proof will be in the pudding. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we'll maybe see Spider-Man in the Wolverine game, oh, or at least a man. Spider-Man in the Wolverine. What if, what if game. that's what the uh, 
what the little short side side game was was I don't getting, think so getting those words in her world. I don't think so. I think they have another idea for that. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it with spoilers. Um, but yeah, I think if you've if you've played the first game, uh, if you've played Miles Morales, this is everything you could have hoped for. So okay, let's let's start. Let's talk about gameplay a little bit. Okay, because yeah. um, basically gameplay very comparable to what existed before. Uh, yes, but but better, enhanced, yes, better in you know every way, better in every way. And this is coming from someone who, after I played the sec the second time I played Spider Man Two, mm -hmm. I went back because I was playing Spider Man Remastered prior to Spider Man Two coming out. I was like, ah, get in this mode again, you know. Uh, and I'd gotten almost to the end. I think all I had left to do was the final boss fight mm -hmm. of the game. And so I played Spider-Man 2 a second time. Then I went back and I finished that. And then I played through all of Miles Morales. Uh, and Miles Morales is a short game, right? I right. did it in like two days. It's, it's not a long game. And that's two days. And I had everything. Like I had done everything in the game. Okay. There's nothing more to do. <laughs> um, and going back to the end of the first game and going into Miles Morales through the whole game, I missed web wings. Web wings were shown to us in the trailers, right? That's not a spoiler either. You've seen the trailers. They have web wings. Uh, it changes everything. It changes everything about how you traverse the game's world. Uh, it, it ramps the speed up to 11 uh, in the game world uh, where you, when you go back and you experience the older thing like I did right after playing it, it's so slow. So I also heard <laughs> I also heard that because of the web wings and just how pleasurable it is to web sling. Yeah. Most people aren't using fast travel. They uh, like they'll unlock I use, it. Yeah, I use fast travel if I'm like in the opposite corner of the map sure. and I need to go to the other corner, you know, like but right. no, if something's within Thousand kilometers, two, three thousand kilometers. Yeah, I'll just swing there and go there because I'm, it's just so fun. I'm gonna whip and glide. Yeah, 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 it's so fun to move around in the world. And I said that when I was playing the first game, like I was like, "Oh, it's so fun to move around in the world." Like if you go back, I talked about this game probably on this show. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and so it's just it's it's constantly kind of building upon itself and. Uh, combat is much more streamlined. They they removed some things that I think, you know, we'll get into a little bit uh, later, and they added some things that I think make it feel a little more, uh, it, it just flows a little better, right? Because all of your abilities, right, which in the original game you would get from uh, your costumes, right? You get a little mm -hmm. costume ability, and then you could equip certain amounts of them. I think you could equip up to three of them, mm -hmm. right? And then a special ability. So instead of that, they just hotkey all your abilities to triangle, square, circle, X by holding uh, L1 for abilities for specific Spider-Man abilities. Okay, cool. And holding R1 for gadget abilities. That's rad. So they hotkey everything to four buttons, and you just have to hold the trigger to access those those wheels. That's so much better. Yeah, yeah it actually works a lot better in combat. Yeah. It makes combat feel more uh, fast-paced. It's more streamlined that right, because way, yeah. To, to, if I had my web shooters going into a battle engaged and I was in battle, I couldn't just, in the original game, I couldn't just throw a web bomb. I had to hold a button, it would bring up the menu wheel, and then I had to select web bomb, and then it would go back to combat, and then I'd have to do it. So yeah, it just makes it all feel a lot nicer. You can nice. access everything that Spider-Man has in his arsenal with a few buttons. 
and that's that's the type of shit that you do to fix a game. Yeah, it feels like uh, so you remember like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yes. It feels like that. It feels like okay, where cool. like but the visuals are stunning, but it feels combat wise like that where I have certain things I can do and I hold a button and it brings up a little wheel and I I just push the up down left or right arrow, right? Whatever it is. Now, characters in the game yeah. hopping between characters and then going to symbiote Spider-Man drastically shapes the way that you do gameplay too. Yes. Well, so that's handled with abilities, right? Once you're, when you're first Peter, when you're, when you're miles, the venom abilities are still there. Like they were in the miles Morales mm -hmm. spe spinoff sequel. Um, so you have your venom punch and your venom slam and your venom dash and all of that stuff. But miles gets a, a, a an upgrade in power along the way so that then when Peter gets it, it balances it out because Peter's uh, specials all have to do with like the spider arms, mm -hmm. right? Because it makes sense that after you do Doc Ock, you have Peter go, that's a pretty good idea. Right. I'm going to make me some robot arms. He is arms. a genius. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make me some robot arms. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. So they add that so that it balances out the venom thing that Miles okay. begins the game with. Um, and you upgrade those abilities as you go along. But yeah, Miles gets a new ability, which we'll talk about when we get to spoilers. But Peter obviously becomes, gets the black suit. Yeah, symbiote right? Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We saw that in the trailer. That's not a spoiler either. Um, so at that point, then you get a new uh, part of your skill tree that's just been question marks the whole time that are your symbiote abilities. Very and you can cool. start expanding your symbiote abilities. Um, and yeah, that that adds a thing of combat. The first time I experienced Spider-Man using symbiote powers, I was like, it's just not fair. These people, there's no match for him in this state, right? Like you're, that battle, that first battle, now it gets more challenging, right? Sure. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little later as well. But that first battle where you're, you're symbiote powered up Spider-Man, it just feels like that it's nothing. And they hit you with a battle with these same characters right before this. So it is hard to fight them as normal Spider-Man. Once you're symbiote Spider-Man, it just feels like you're, you're it's a cakewalk. You're just bowling them down. Sure. You know? <laughs> sure. It's great. It makes you feel powerful. And so I think if I could bring, you know, all of my impressions of the game down to, to a close, this game made me feel at times like the first time I played a 3d Spider-Man game, which was PlayStation one Spider-Man, uh, it made me feel like that again. It made me feel, I mean, I was like a little kid, right? I was, I was 10 years old again. Like, oh my God, I, I, I actually get to do this. This is awesome, you know? So if you've ever played a Spider-Man game and felt like that, just like the Batman Arkham games, right? right. That was, those were the games that really first made us feel like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking Batman, right? right. Like, that's who I am. Well, these games make you feel like I'm Spider-Man. So if you've ever felt like that playing a Spider-Man game, you owe it to yourself to seek this out and try it in some way. Whether... Like Chris, you wait for a PC uh, port, or like me, you have a PlayStation Five but haven't picked it up yet. Owe it to yourself. Nab it. You owe up. it to yourself to to play it. It's a fantastic video game. When I so I was telling you this off camera. I got a text last night. I was already asleep, and I woke up this morning to a text that said, "Bruh, Spider Man is so good." I went and bought a PlayStation Five just to get it. Uh, yeah. And I, it was a really good buddy of mine. And I was like, oh, man, I think I'm going to have to send my kid over to your house for a couple of days. And he's like, send him over. He's like, send him over. He's going to love this shit. It's, it's great. It's a great video game. Uh, one of the best. Yeah, for sure. All right. So 
we talked impressions out there. If you haven't played the game and you don't want to hear the spoilers, we're going to spoil the game. Right now. Chris has agreed that it's okay, even though he hasn't played, which I was against. He was. He was. He, but I got a phone call this week, and he's like, dude, we have to talk about Spider-Man. But. And, and he's like, and I'm going to spoil stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to play it for a while. That's okay. And he's okay. like, I don't think that's right, but all right. All right. <laughs> so if you haven't played the game and you don't want to be spoiled, Thanks for watching. Leave a like uh, and come back after you've played the game and we'll, we'll you hear some of my weird theories about it. Shoot. Okay, so if you're still here. <laughs> Sorry, the, the gun fingers weren't right there. <laughs> yeah. If you're still here. Um, holy shit. This game's narrative is one of the best Venom narratives I've ever experienced. It's the best Craven. I've ever seen depicted either in a game or in some of his comic appearances. <laughs> yeah, comic appearances with Craven are, are so hot and cold. You get a really cool one and you get a really yes, shit one. The last hunt is the story they adapt. And yeah. that is a really good story. story That's a man. really interesting Craven story. Um, but they do it in a different way. So Craven comes into it. Uh, they showed the scene uh, in the beginning of one of the gameplay trailers, the first gameplay trailer, I think mm -hmm. they showed the scene where there's a guy in the jungle and he's like stalking through the jungle with a knife. And you think that's, and Craven your brain goes, Oh, yeah. it's Craven. Yeah. Neat. And then he hears some noise and he sees a silhouette and he goes to attack something that's not there. Mm -hmm. And at that point he says, you've grown sloppy in your old age, Sergey. And so then if you're a fan of the comics and you know that his name is Sergey Cravenoff, you go, Oh fuck, Craven's hunting him. And then they they brilliantly give that to you where he's like, I've been tracking you for hours and you didn't even notice. Mm -hmm, right? Like mm -hmm. I've been in your shadow. <laughs> and on top of you, boy. And and then Craven, so then Craven, you know, goes into, I thought you said this was a warrior, right? He's just a disappointment like all the rest. And one of his like hunter lackey guy comes up and goes, Perhaps a new new hunting ground is required. And we see, you know, Black Cat, we see Spider-Man, we see the Lizard, we see uh, Vulture, we see Electro, you know, and it's, and, and then he just says, light the fires, right? Like, that's Let's it. Go. His hunting ground is going to yeah. be New York, and it is, and it's fucking brilliant. Like, interspersed with what's going on in Peter and Miles' life are just these random encounters that start getting more and more visceral yeah. and frequent as the game goes along, as he exerts more and more control over the city because he brings thousands of people with him. He's got followers. Mm -hmm. it's, it's this hunting thing for him. It's a cult, right? It's not just a thing he does. He's got a whole cult of followers that just accompany him on hunts. Right. And he's in charge, right? So if he says, this is my target, they all have to back off. And if they don't, he'll just kill them. <laughs> They can get it, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he comes in and systematically starts, like, abducting villains. And it's brilliant, right? Because at first, again, you're like, what is, ha what is happening? Who's, who is this? And, Sp and as Spider-Man and Miles' perspective, it's, well, oh, they're going to team up. Oh, this is going to be terrible, right? Because we saw the Sinister Six in the last game. Right. And until Spider-Man finds a video midway point or so that shows Craven in a big, a, a, a big building that's filled with sand because the opening battle is Sandman. 
Oh, of course it is. <laughs> and it's great. Oh, of course it is. The ramping up to that is so good. Uh, anyway, and he there's a broken cage in there that he had Scorpion in, right? And he finds like a dead guy. And meanwhile, we see the sand behind him kind of shifting. Mm-hmm. And he notices it, right? And Scorpion comes out, gets him, like right in the arm with the stinger, and Craven's got him by the throat, and he just pulls the stinger out and cuts it off of the tail and says, is this the best you can do? They told me you were a killer. Right? Like, and then just murders him. Just murders Scorpion. Kills the shit out of Scorpion just right Just kills there. him with his own little tail thing. Jesus. <laughs> just kills him. Right? Savagery. <laughs> so at that point, Peter realizes that Spider-Man, or that, that, that Craven is not, teaming up he's hunting these are his targets right he's and as we go along we find out it's because he's dying and he will not go out in a hospital he will go out by being defeated by an opponent that is the only way a death the opponent death can yeah. you know he's he's got that kratos mentality right, right, or right. you could you could say kratos has his mentality right sure. craven did come first but like death can have me when it earns me. Right. Right. <laughs> and so meanwhile, Harry's back and they're, they're being the best friends again. And right. Harry's cured and he's like super good now. He's not going to die. And him and Peter are going to start. Boy Scout brothers. Him Here and Peter go. are going to start an, a, a foundation that, mm-hmm. they, that they call the Emily May Foundation. How lovely is that? Emily is Harry's mother and May is Peter's aunt. Brilliant. It's a beautiful thing. When Peter even hesitates to join, I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? This is your best friend. He wants to change the world with science, and you're going to deny that? Like, what's wrong with you? This is why you never get ahead in life, Peter. What is it even about getting ahead in life? It's hairy, right? They, they, they do a good job with flashbacks in the game to show you the, the friendship that these kids, these two have had since they were young, since, since they were in school. Yeah. 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 Um, so... <laughs> Harry's cured and, and him and Mary Jane and, and Peter they go out one night to Coney Island and you get to ride rides at the carnival and play carnival games that's kind of the cool. greatest moment too is you play the game with the the baseball and knocking down the bottles right and Peter it's Peter yeah. he's Spider-Man yeah. right? he has to try not to do good <laughs> no no he doesn't he just, you just hit all of them and the as they walk away you get a subtitle if you turn the subtitles on from the guy that runs the game goes that shouldn't be possible <laughs> <laughs> because we all know carnival games are rigged, right? Right. right. Like you're never gonna win. <laughs> you're gonna spend more money than you would have. So, see, just here, buying that cheap plushy doll. Here, here I am thinking Spider-Man's gonna try to not do well nope, in the game. Nope. He just does it. You do. And look, you can do that. You get to decide where the ball goes. So you could do that theoretically. Okay. I, I, I have to try that next time, right? Because you could theoretically throw it at just the top one, and then like, oh, you didn't win. Oopsie. Sorry. Right. Yeah. But I threw it dead center, <laughs> knocking all those cans down. That and the ones next to him. Right, Let's right, go. right. So during this magical night at Coney Island with these three best friends who've known each other since high school, Peter and Mary Jane are dating again. Like, it's yeah, they're having a good life. They're having a good go of it. You just know something terrible is going to happen. Of course it is. It's it Spider-Man. It has to happen It's Spider-Man, yeah. So while they're at the Coney Island Fair, they see Tombstone from the first game. And he's like reformed. He's like trying to be a, he's, he's working at Coney Island. He's like a go-kart crashes and he's the one who comes out like, you all right? A go-kart just runs into him and just stops dead. Cause he's tombstone. tombstone like, right. <laughs> right. 
and hunters arrive to capture Tombstone. So what Craven is doing is he's capturing these villains and he's pitting himself in combat against them to see which one of them will be the one to finally kill him. So shit goes massively wrong. There's a huge roller coaster accident and Peter's like about to have to let some people die. Like there's a thing above him crushing him. He's trying to hold this roller coaster cart that had fallen off its track. And this lady's just sitting there like scared out of her mind. And he just goes, I'm sorry. And then something comes and lifts this thing off of him. And it's Harry and it's symbiote coming out of him. Oh, wow. That's lifting this thing up. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they, so uh, this is also something that I love when, when games and movies do is the people who know you the most are not going to be fooled by your mask. Right. Especially if your mask is like this, sure. but okay, he's got a full mask I can see on. Your nose, your right. teeth, yeah. He's got a full mask on, right? And he turns and he goes, Harry? And Harry just goes, Beat? <laughs> Immediately. Awesome. No question. He's like, what, Why are you dressed like Spider Man? You know, like. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, they go back to their foundation and they're testing the suit out. Right? He's kind of seeing what it can do, and he doesn't know. He's like, Dr. Connors created this. They don't know it's an alien. right? Dr. Connors does. We find that out later, and Norman did, but Harry, Harry doesn't didn't. know. Yeah, Ooh. Harry doesn't know. Harry thinks it's just some medical marvel that Dr. Connors created that's keeping him alive and giving him superpowers. Oh, Dr. Connors, you bastard. So, yeah, uh, then... Harry kind of joins you on missions in what looks like the Agent Venom costume. Oh, fucking sick. So they, they're kind of doing their own thing, and I will get to more of that in a minute. But it's, yeah, he's just wearing the Agent Venom costume, but it's like his, how he sees it. Sure. Right? It's how he sees being a superhero. It just looks like Agent Venom. So he's Agent Venom. He starts calling him and, and Peter the Spider Pals. Right? And you may notice that I haven't really talked about what's going on with Miles at all during this game. Because... That's something where I feel like the game falters a little bit. Sure. Is it doesn't do enough with Miles as a character. Now, truth be told, Miles just had a whole game that was just about himself. Right. We, had, we didn't see Peter throughout that whole game. He's at the beginning, he's at the very end, and that's it. He's in the opening cutscene, and he's in the final cutscene. Uh, so I get it, but it just feels like the whole time I just felt like Miles doesn't have a lot to do. Most side missions are specific to Miles. Okay, so they wanted to put him in the game, but it was almost an awkward amount how they put him in the game. Sure. Now, now that's not to say he doesn't have big cinematic moments too, because he absolutely does, because Martin Lee gets kidnapped by Craven. Martin, okay. When Scorpion gets taken, Martin Lee gets taken. And so for Miles, that's like really personal. Martin Lee killed his dad. Mm -hmm. Negative, Mr. Negative killed Jefferson Davis. Um, so... But the reason for that is they really put the emphasis on Peter and Harry's relationship, even to the, the point where when you're playing as Miles trying to reach out to Peter, he's always like, oh, I got to go. Oh, sorry, Harry's calling. Oh, sorry, got to go. He kind of starts neglecting Miles, who's become like a brother to yeah, him. Yeah, his little protege. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so that's heartbreaking, right? And then they don't really make Miles more, you know, more important than what's going on with Peter and Harry until... Peter starts to turn when he's wearing the black costume and Peter starts to turn. That's when Miles kind of weaves his way back into the story and becomes the Spider-Man. Right. Because Peter needs to stop. Peter needs to be taken down. He's turning into a bad guy. 
And so how Peter ends up getting the symbiote was actually a really beautiful, uh, cinematic, great moment. You finally go confront Craven. And it's because he had kidnapped Dr. Connors. You have this little Mary Jane side mission. I know people hated those. I think they're great. I think it breaks up the pacing of the game very nicely. And this time around, it's just a shooter. Like, she's just a badass now because when they were in Simcaria, she, like, trained with Silver Sable. Right. So now she just can kick some ass. <laughs> so it's actually more fun now. She's a bad bitch now. Yeah. yeah. By the end of the game, it just becomes a straight-up shooter for Mary Jane, and it's great. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Mary Jane's trying to free Dr. Connors while the point of Dr. Connors being kidnapped is they're going to trigger the lizard transformation. Okay. Because Craven thinks this is the thing, right? Here's this big monster thing. This is going to be the thing that takes me down. Mm -hmm. So they, they managed to succeed in doing that. Well, the Spider-Man get there and you finally get in your first fight with Craven. I don't remember if it's a fight or if it's just done cinematically. I think it might be just done cinematically, but you get your first confrontation with the character and you just stab Spider-Man. Spider-Man dies dead. And Harry, who's there, like freaks out. And you start to see a little bit of the raw power that the symbiote has. And you see in Craven, like, oh, I need oh. to pick that one up. Right. And he even says to Spider Man at one point in the game, when he's, you know, with the symbiote, when Spider Man has the symbiote, he says, I see a man, but I smell a beast. <laughs> <laughs> so he, like, knows there's more to this thing than, than meets the eye. But yeah, so he stabs Peter. You, like, Peter's alive for a little while. Mary Jane's trying to help him, but he just fucking dies right in front of them. Meanwhile, Harry's, as you're walking through, you see this fight going on with Harry and Craven where Harry's just pissed. He's growling. He's screaming, right? Uh, until Pete's like about to die and MJ's like, Harry, and he comes over. Craven's knocked out. He's like unconscious. He just got shit kicked by yeah, Venom. Yeah, just got yeah. the shit kicked out of him. Uh, Harry comes over and... The actor who plays Harry is great. I mean, this is just, if this scene doesn't make you emotional, you have no heart. Like, it's just such an emotional moment. And most of the time, the use of no is terrible because it's just cliche and goofy right. at this point. No, Harry Harry utters a, a no for the ages, man. One that just hits right at your gut where you're just like, oh, my God, this is his best friend. This is his brother. They just got back together. Right? This yeah. is his best friend. And so... All of a sudden, the symbiote just starts to merge with Peter. It starts leaving Harry. And it does. And the costume forms around him. The black costume forms around him with the spider on it and everything. And then he just <gasps> wakes up. Shock to the system. <laughs> so the symbiote is now bonded to Peter. Well, after the mission is over, when Peter's still Peter, before the symbiote's kind of you know bonded with him, he has a moment where he's like trying to give it back to Harry. He's like, how do I do it? He's like, just think. And he's like, Ugh. and it starts to move, but then it recedes because it wants to be with it Peter. It wants that power. Right? It yeah. wants to be with Peter, right? It chooses Peter, which means it chooses. Right? <laughs> it is a sentient. Its sentience is being. now showing. Yeah. Its sentience is established. And so I won't even waste time talking about this, this part because it just doesn't matter. Uh, but we see the downfall of Peter. We see Peter start to become more aggressive. We see Peter start to become more of a dick. And Harry's, meanwhile, dying because the suit was keeping him alive. Mm -hmm. His disease was not eradicated by the suit. It was kept, kept in check yes. by the suit. So now he doesn't have it. He's going to die. And so 
we see this resentment building in Harry toward Peter. And it's heartbreaking. It really, really is heartbreaking. I mean, there's a moment where Peter confronts Harry and Harry talks about needing the suit back and he just is like, no, what? It makes me a better Spider-Man. I need it, right? Like, so you see the, the, the golem and the ring start showing right, right. in him, right? <laughs> but it is precious. It's precious to me. Uh, and as he swings away, again, the actor who, who's playing Harry, whew, A+. Plus. Uh, you see Harry just kind of like throw his cane, which he has to walk with now, at the window. He falls down, right? Uh, Mary Jane comes over to try to help him. He's just like, get out. Like, I said leave. You know, like he's done. He's kind of pissed at Peter. So we see that the resentment is going to be what ultimately makes Venom, right? The resentment that is in Harry and the rejection of the symbiote by Peter. Because we know eventually he's going to rip it off. That's always right. the big moment of like, yeah, yes, get yes. out of here. I need some sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they establish the hypersonic thing right away. And Craven picks up on that in a battle. Of course he does. And so like when the inevitable confrontation between them comes, you know he's going to use that against you because he now knows you have a weakness. Right. Uh, he's a hunter. So... Yeah, we wind to that moment where uh, it's the end for Peter and Miles has to confront him. And like I said, even when trailers were going on, we're going to have a boss fight with Miles versus Symbiote Peter. And sure enough, they did not disappoint. There, there it is. And the boss fight begins. And it's hard. It's a hard boss fight. Peter is, he's, he's Spider-Man. Right? right. This is one of the most powerful heroes in the Marvel Universe, bar none. Right. right. Captain America and Spider-Man are kind of on the same level. Yeah, there's right? no there's no way that it's going to be easy. Yeah, no, it's not. And uh but the the good thing for you as the player and as Miles, it's such a meta thing that the game does is you know all of his moves. You've been doing them the whole game. Right. Right? So when you see his animation start to change, you're like, oh, I know what this is. I got to dodge this or I can parry this. You can parry attacks. In this game. I didn't even talk about that. That's huge. That's a game changer. You can parry attacks instead of just dodging. Uh, so it's great. Um, and ultimately, Miles uses the bell against him, too. And we get to a point where he finally gets through to Peter. And you have to tap the button to, like, pull the thing off. Tap it faster. And pull. I always switch the button taps to hold because it's just hard on the controller to just be... <laughs> But it, man, it's gratifying. It is, but I just do it to hold and it works just fine for me. But yeah, so you got to do that while he's ripping this thing off, right? And then he gets it off and it starts to like, it sits there, right? It kind of turns towards him. It's just a pile of goop. And then it starts crawling back towards him. Like, what are you doing? We're, we're, we're bonded. We're, we're, we're friends. We're buds, yeah. And Miles like scoops it up into a Oscorp lab containment thing. Mm-hmm. And gives it to Peter. And Peter, I mean, the shift is immediate. Peter's like, that wasn't me. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what I was doing. I don't know what I was saying. Right? Because that's not Peter. We, as the, as the, as the players know, as we're going right. through this, like, that's just not Peter. Peter's just not this guy. So he takes it back to Oscorp. He's going to meet Dr. Connors there, and they're going to destroy it. But again, Harry's dying without it. But Norman's working on another thing, and maybe it'll be a thing that'll cure him, whatever. We don't know. Uh, so he gets back there and this emotional confrontation between these two characters is beautiful. Yuri Lowenthal and the person who's playing Harry, I don't know your name. I'm sorry. 
like you're watching. I don't mean it, man. This this emotional moment between them is is just palpable. I mean, it's you can see the resentment that Harry has uh, when Pete's and and Pete's response is, "We got to destroy it." And Harry's like, "What are you talking about? Destroy? I saved your life, and now you won't save mine. Do you want me to die?" And the symbiote freaks out. We see it like in the container, and it just busts out and knocks Peter back, and he's unconscious, and. Harry reaches for it and it reaches for Harry and it merges and we see it kind of consuming him. And then we cut to Norman walking in to this lab, Mm -hmm. right? And going and doing that like look up thing. Something big, yeah. (laughs) And we pan back and it's Venom. Ooh. And it's Tony Todd doing the voice of Venom. I don't know if you're aware of that. I didn't know the that. The Candyman. That's badass. The Candyman is the voice of Venom. Great. So cool. Award worthy. <laughs> That's badass, yeah. And uh, then you, you, then they give you control of Venom. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. When I real, I thought this was just going to be a cutscene. I had no idea I was going to play as Venom. Right. Not. I, I did not see that coming. Beautiful on Insomnia for keeping that a secret because that was brilliant. Uh, when all of a sudden the sticks were back in my control, I was like, oh, <laughs> we are Venom. <laughs> it blew my mind, man. And again, I thought it was unfair when Peter got the symbiote. It is so much more unfair <laughs> when, when it, Harry has when it. it. When it's its unbridled rage form. When it is yeah. venom, it is so much more unfair. You mow these guys down like they're nothing. His finisher, one of his finishers, is he just picks a guy up and he breaks him and just tosses him aside. <laughs> so you break out of Oscorp, and then you get followed. Then you start getting followed by Hunter, still as Venom, right? And, the, and it's, a long se- it's a long sequence getting followed by hunters and the hunters are no joke, right? They are not, they're legit. They're yeah. legit. They're even as Peter and miles, they're hard fights, right? Even just the random ones. They're nothing to venom. Nothing. I mean, literally there's no defense that they have that his power doesn't break through guys with big shields. Doesn't matter. We'll smash them. And then they're just dead. It doesn't, you know, like I just things that you've you got your shield, right? Things that you've gotten so used to being aware of, in the villains and how your how your fights are going to be structured, just go right out the window. Not like they thing. don't matter to Venom at all. It makes you feel so powerful, right? Because they've and they've done a good job of having you play plenty of these fights that are challenging as hell to make you to make the contrast even more stark. That no, it's nothing to Venom. And then Craven comes in, and he's shirtless. And he's like, ready, this is his last hunt, right? And then you fight a boss fight against Craven as nice. Venom. Nice. And again, you had fought in a boss fight against Craven as a Spider-Man at one point prior to this. That was challenging. It's nothing to Venom. Like, it is to show, it does such a good job of flipping the script on you to show that, no, this person that you thought was actually the big bad of the game who's been no joke this whole time is a joke when the symbiote becomes venom. It's he's nothing. And the boss fight's not nothing, right? It is more challenging than the fight you just got into. Sure. He has a health bar and everything, right? 
Enemies have health bars. The boss fight enemies have health bars now. It's such a great thing. I love health bars. I don't know why. It's stupid, but I just love health bars. I love knowing how close I am to winning. Oh, I'm going to get him so dead. Right, 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 right. So then uh, Craven's just in awe. I mean, Craven, you win the fight hands down. And as Craven's laying there, like on the verge of death, he's just, he's just in awe of, are we good? Here we are. Let yeah. Okay. Craven is just. Yeah, yeah. Craven is just in awe. Right. I mean, he one of his lines is magnificence. Right. Like he's in awe of this thing's power. Right. And and this is it. This is it for him. And Venom picks him up, and I'm not even kidding you. One in one of the most brutal things displays we've seen in the entire game bites Craven's head off. Damn right he does. <laughs> and eats it. Like swallows it and leaves his headless corpse in the middle of Times Square. So Venom, badass. And then the game's not over. That's not the end of the game, right? Like all of this builds to such a fever pitch where you're like, this has got to be the end. No. When I looked at the main story mission count where I was after that, I still had like six main story missions to go. And those are those are big, long, cinematic yeah. things. I was just like, what? How is there still so much game to play? And then symbiote nests become a thing. Oh, shit. So Venom starts infecting New York with symbiote and just grabbing up random ordinary people and turning them into symbiotes. Making babies. And they all have the the circle thing on their oh, head. okay. That is in the Clintarian language, okay. the, the symbol that means God, right? It's the symbol for null. It's the symbol in their language that means God, which is null, the God of symbiotes. Uh, and they also reference certain things. Like there's big brute ones that you fight that look like Riot. They're just Riot. Like that's just that you fight a bunch of them, but they're just riot. Right. Right? Like if you know the symbiote lore, you'll recognize these things as you see them. Uh, so you get riot and scream and all that. So we'll get to scream. You okay. do get scream, but in okay. a very different way, right? But so yeah, then the New York turns into a wasteland of symbiote nests and random people on the street that will just start attacking you because they've been they've they're symbiotes now, right? All the all the little crime missions you take on after that are all symbiote based. It's like a bus being a bus of people is being attacked by symbiotes. Oh man, how cool! <laughs> yeah, um, and you get a little weapon against them in hypersonics. You have these little concussion grenades, and Miles, as Miles, you like sample a sound so that you can put it in this concussion grenade and recreate the sound that freaks them out. Right? They have sensitive ears. Uh, so you get a little weapon against them that you can use. But then Martin Lee, I'm going to come back to Miles now for the first time, right? Because again, Miles just doesn't have much, uh, much influence the on the plot yeah. unless they're key moments, right? And this is one of those key moments. We've seen him trying to find Martin Lee, like devoting all of his time to this because he just he kind of, you feel, you get the feeling like he wants revenge. Like this right. guy wronged him in a very personal way. Uh, and so we finally get to a point where Miles had gotten kidnapped by Craven, and you break out of this little prison and all of a sudden you come into this room and there's all these hunters and they're and they're not attacking you. They're just chanting. And as you walk down this hall, they all kind of clear the way. Like you can see like you're part of the ritual, right? And it's weird. <laughs> then you come into this arena where, uh, you're, you're, you're surrounded by hunters. They're all watching and Craven sitting on a big throne and Martin Lee is there. 
And Craven just says, fight to the death or die. Both of you die here. Right? <laughs> so you really see like Miles kind of enraged and, and trying to, to keep his shit together. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. As he's fighting Lee. And at one point, one of the things, one of the, Lee's power explosions like blows open a part of this arena. But then Lee does that thing where he goes into Miles' mind and he finds out that he's Miles. And he finds out that through his actions, Miles' father was murdered. And he's got a lot of remorse for that, right? He, the goal of what he was doing was not to murder the innocent. May, May died as a result of Martin Lee's actions, mm -hmm. right? You could, you know, say it was Doc Ock's actions, but Martin Lee was very much part of all of that. Right. Right. Um, <clears throat> so we see for the first time Miles get, and the power that he gets, I was alluding to that earlier, the power that he gets comes from Lee. When he gets when he comes into contact with Lee at key points throughout the game, you get like a weird blue electric ability that's a little more powerful than your venom ability. It's mm, kind of like okay. what's happening, right? Lee's affecting Miles in some way. He's well, he's obviously affecting him in a lot of ways, but specifically he's giving him upgraded powers. Um so Miles comes to a point where they're, like I said, they're in each other's minds where he doesn't want to fight Lee. And he says to him, When you when you get out find Spider-Man and he launches him up at that hole and Martin Lee gets away, but Miles stays and remains captive. Right? So there, there's a little bit of a turn there, right? Well, so it comes back around in this moment where Peter still has a little piece of the symbiote inside him. If you know anything about the comics, you would know that this, the, you'll, you'll know that this, but if you don't, here's a little information. The symbiotes, when they bond with a host long enough when they, once the bonding is complete, they will whether the bonding stays or not, they will leave a piece of themselves inside of the host called a codex. That is all the information about what that symbiote was bonded with that person. Mm -hmm. Right? So Peter still has a codex inside of him. Jesus. <laughs> and it's affecting him. So at one point, symbiotes get the better of him and Miles, and it's looking real desperate, and all of a sudden Martin Lee comes in. And they fear his power. Now, if you've, again, if you've read the comics, you'll know why that is. I know you probably do. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Come yeah, on, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> so they fear Martin Lee's power. Mm -hmm. Somehow it affects them in some way. So Martin Lee puts up a little shield of protection for him and Miles, and him and Miles go inside of Peter to try to find the source of this infection. Of course they do. And it's brilliant. It's oh, Martin Lee. It's Martin do. Lee as an ally in combat to Miles that happens inside of Peter's brain. It's fucking great. So good. Of course. Okay. And they come to the heart of his problem, right? And it's this big symbiote goopy thing, and it's like a heart of a symbiote. And Mr. Negative's like, I got this, right? And he's going to try to break it. Miles has to hold off a bunch of spirits, spirit mm -hmm. guys. So you get in this fight, and when the fight's over, cutscene, you know, has Mr. Lee or uh, Martin Lee say, uh, you know, Miles, I need help. And Miles comes over and he uses his little blue electric powers, and they break it. But in doing so, Mr. Negative has kind of given everything of his power to it. His power's gone now. He has no more power. And when they finally break it and they get to the heart of Pete's trauma, Pete's emotion, it's him at May's deathbed yeah. from the end of the first game, crying. I'm sorry. I couldn't save you. And then we have Miles come to him in that moment because he can interact with this memory, this, right. this trauma, this pain. Um, Tell him, like, it wasn't your fault, Pete. 
May, my dad, they would want us to go on and be strong. And it's a beautiful moment. Like oh, these, cool. these guys are brothers, right? right? And then they come out of his mind and he's laying there and they're like, Pete, wake up. He's unconscious. As Martin Lee has no more power. He can't protect them anymore. Right. The symbiotes are starting to close in. <laughs> and then Miles screams one more time. Pete awakens and gets enveloped in anti-venom. Because again, in the comics, the anti-venom comes about with a merging of venom's power and Mr. Negative's uh, energy. Right, that's why they fear him. He gives birth to anti venom. Now, in the comics, anti venom is Brock. Yeah, here it's Peter. Peter is anti venom, and you get an anti venom costume, and you get to continue oh, using your symbiote you powers. Do. You get to continue using your symbiote powers that they gave you, but they took away when the suit goes away. Right, as anti venom. Of course, <laughs> you can't take it away, away. Right, 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 right. Uh, so I gotta. Uh, we'll we'll do one more thing, right? Because this is pretty much the ending at this point. Uh, the ending is just, yeah, we've been going for almost an hour yeah, at this yeah. point. Um, the ending is just a fight uh, between Venom, who pops the wings out too, which is just great seeing the wings. Um, and, <clears throat> oh, Scream. You get Scream at one point when Harry confronts Peter at May's house and MJ and infects MJ and MJ becomes Scream. And then you have a boss fight against her as Peter. Uh, of course you do. Uh, and Mary Jane, Mary Jane rejects the symbiote much faster than Peter did. <laughs> Mary Jane knows who she is. She's a little more steadfast. She's confident in, her, yes. in herself, <laughs> unlike Peter, who's a wild ball of anxiety. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Scream comes in in that regard, which was great to see. Like, I was just like, is Mary Jane Scream? And the subtitle comes up when she first talks and it says Scream. I was oh, just like, ah, Yes! Very, very exciting. But there's, a, you know, so one of the things that the Venom symbiote's been working on in the background you've seen in cutscenes, he's got his hands on this meteor. It's the part of the meteor that brought that him the to symbiote Earth, came, yeah. right? And he's got, he gets two halves of it and combines them. And then he's able to, like, actually start infecting the whole city, mm -hmm. right? Every block is just symbiotes to fight, if you want to. If you need the experience, you could stop and fight symbiotes all day. I, could, I sat for an hour just... Block after block it's after grinding, block, yeah. fighting symbiotes because it was just fun, right? Just, once you're anti venom, the symbiote fights change in dynamic, right? They, at first, they're very hard, they're very bullet or they're very punch spongy type of characters. Once you get anti venom, no, like you can you can take some of them down just by shooting webs at them. <laughs> they just fall and their symbiote dies, and the person's just laying there that was that was consumed, you know. So uh, it changes the dynamic of the battle. So it's much more fun to do that stuff once you're anti venom. And so they have this plan. They're going to steal the rock and they're going to put it in this particle accelerator that was at the Emily May Foundation and they're going to destroy it and that's going to save the day. Uh, meanwhile, Connors has told Peter, your friend is perfectly bonded. The only way to stop it is to kill your friend. And Peter's Aww. just Peter's just like, I can't do that, Doc. I can't lose this guy. He's my best friend. Um, so they're convinced that they still be able to save Harry. Um, because the perfect union means, uh, the, the symbiote even tells uh, Peter this at one point, or Norman, I think, that he's completely healed. Harry's done. The, the virus, the, the, the... It's gone. It's gone. The yeah. thing that was infecting Harry is gone. Venom has eradicated it. He didn't want to worry about it anymore, so he just destroyed it. <laughs> <laughs> so if they were to save Harry, theoretically, Harry could live, right, without the symbiote. Uh, but... 
<laughs> so it's a big fight at Emily May, and you're fighting Harry. And at this point, at one, a couple of times, he hits him with anti-venom, and the, the head recedes, and we see Harry's head, which is always such a brilliant thing. And we see that a lot of what's happening is not him anymore, right? Because when we see his head, it kind of goes, Pete? What's and then it gets consumed again, right? Right by venom. So we see that Harry in there is not fully on board. He was, which was it allowed the symbiosis to become perfect, but now he's just kind of a passenger in his own body, right? Right, which is dangerous and crazy. Um, so they ultimately do eventually destroy the rock, and for all we know, the venom symbiote is gone, right? Or is it? It's not. Uh, and Harry is dead. Harry's laying there dead. And Miles comes up with his little electric powers and is like, give me some space and tries to revive him with his little electric powers. And it does. But then he immediately falls unconscious and he's in a coma. But he's not going to die. He's just in a coma. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much how the story ends. Uh, and the setup for future things is there is a post credit scene where Otto or uh, Norman visits Otto Octavius at the raft and is like, you know the Spider-Man's identity. And Otto's like, yeah, I do. And he goes, they took my son. They ruined my son. And Otto goes, good. We all must experience loss, Norman. And God damn, Octavius <laughs> is a badass. He's, he's a beast. And he's writing in a journal. And Norman says, what are you writing? And he just says, the final chapter. Right? Like, so... We're teasing for the future of this game, and I think I know how this is going to go. We're teasing for the future of this game a Norman, Goblin, Octavius, Doc Ock team up, of course, right? Because one of the, th the, 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 the thing he was working on to try to cure Harry was called G-Series or G-Formula or something, which goblin. is just Goblin. It means Goblin. It's just Goblin. <laughs> so not only that... In the background, during a little side mission, we introduce Cletus Cassidy, and he gets his hands on a piece of the symbiote. So carnage, potentially. And potentially, no. I don't even know, right? But So there's a second post credit scene that's Miles. And do you remember in Miles Morales, uh, Haley, the deaf girl? Yeah. They're like, they're together now, which is just great. It's Cute, beautiful. Yeah. He learned sign language so he could talk to this girl. You know, like, uh, It's great. Um, and... Rio, his mother, has begun dating again, right? And they've Fucking been they've been bitch. talking about this the whole. No, no, Miles is fine with it. Miles <laughs> is fine with it. She's she's you know she's a middle aged woman. Like she just got to go out there. You got to put yourself out there. Uh, so she's been dating this man. They've been alluding to the whole game. And here in this this second post credit scene, you finally meet him. And he opens up the door. And it's this older Asian man, and she says, "Everyone, this is Albert." And so, again, your comic sense, if you know, might be Stingling. going off a little Stingling. bit. Because this person is Albert Moon, who then introduces everyone to his son, Cindy, who is Silk, uh, a woman who was bit by the same spider that bit Peter uh, in the comics. They have this odd kinship. Yeah, yeah, in the comics. They're weird. Like, they can't even be weird. near each other without trying to bang. Making it's babies. weird, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so... I see this going away, and I'm gonna, uh, uh, you know, I'm gonna say this, and I very well could be wrong, right? But I see this going a certain way. I see DLC for Spider-Man Two coming because this game has already done symbiotes. Maybe DLC that introduces Carnage, 
doesn't conclude Carnage's story, but just introduces us to Carnage because we met Cletus. We know Cletus Cassidy at this point, but maybe introducing us to Carnage. Maybe they save that for the next game. I don't know. But I see a side spinoff game where you're like Miles, Mm -hmm. where you're Silk. Of course. Right. And Miles is mentoring Silk because Peter does kind of take a back seat at the end of this game. Uh, he tries to tell Miles that in a very awkward way, and Miles figures it out and is like, Pete, it's cool. I got this. Go be Peter Parker for a little while. Because right. he's with Mary Jane. They're living in Aunt May's house. He's, he's trying to do his little startup. He's going to continue the Emily May Foundation, even though he doesn't have Norman Osborn money anymore, because he believes in what Harry was talking about when Harry was not under the control of a symbiote. Um, so I think... That is another way to kind of get Peter out of the game and make Miles the new Spider-Man character because I think with what they're building to and the personal vendetta that both Otto and Norman have on Peter Parker specifically, Norman, because he thought this guy was his friend, his son's friend, and his friend, and he's Spider-Man. He's the man who led to my son being in a Mm -hmm. coma, right? And Otto, because Otto. (laughs) Right. I think we're getting the superior Spider-Man game. So I think we are going to see, I think we are going to see a little side spinoff game that kind of introduces Cindy moon, maybe does something with some of the dangling plot threads from this game. Sure. Like miles did. And Spider-Man three will be a game where our two spider people are miles and silk. Now that doesn't mean we're not going to have Peter, but it's going to take until an escalating moment for Peter to put his costume back on and come back out. And that moment is going to be Green Goblin and Doc Ock. Shit. Right? The most personal villains for Peter right right now at this point in the story. So I think, and I I don't, again, no reason to believe this. This game does nothing to set this up, but I think that's going to be Peter's final game. I think Peter's going to die defending the city from this personal vendetta against him specifically. I also think they're going to make his identity public in that game. Because why wouldn't they because get Because Tony in front Stark's going to show up, no. and he's going to be like, Kit. no, no, I, I, Otto no, I know. and Norman are going to make Spider-Man's right. identity public, and they'll probably do it on Jameson's show. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but uh, it's all going to be a manipulative. It's a manipulation tactic to get the people that dislike Spider-Man on their side. Really against Spider-Man. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I think, yeah, I think it's going to be the end of Peter. And then going forward the game, the Spider-Man of this universe will be about, will be Miles. Because in the comics, when they first introduced Miles, that was the point of Miles anyway. Right. Spider-Man was dead. Yeah, Yeah. Peter died. And even when we saw Into the Spider-Verse, that was was the universe that Miles lived in too. Peter died in the opening moments of that movie. Yep. (laughs) That is how Peter and Miles' story goes. Peter has to die. And it's sad and it's terrible and it's going to be heartbreaking because Yuri Lowenthal is very good at playing Peter Parker. Yeah, necessary evil though. Like if that's the story that you're trying to yeah, tell, do it, do yeah. it well. And they've they've already killed off a bunch of Pete's villains. Sure, killed off, and in this game, redeemed some of them. Like sure. Mysterio has a little side plot where he gets redeemed. Martin Lee gets redeemed, right? So. We're seeing Tombstone gets redeemed. We're seeing a story. It's an interesting way to tell the story because we're seeing a story kind of at the end of Peter's career, but the beginning of Miles. Right. Right? So it's an interesting way to tell the story. We come into a world that had already been established. When the Sinister Six forms in the first game, it's like, yeah, because he's faced all these people before already. Right. Right. We didn't do it, but he did. 
So yeah, it's a, it's an interesting way to kind of introduce Miles and tell his origin story within well, Peters. Well, and what they can do is they can keep Spider People fresh. Yes, and they can do this passing of the torch every couple of games. Yes, It'd be very cool. Yeah, but ultimately, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I mean, when I got to the end of Spider Man Remastered or the original Spider Man, I mean, I played it in its PlayStation Four form. Um, I said, turned to my wife and said, that was one of the greatest Spider-Man movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and this one, I said the exact same thing. I said, that was one of the greatest Spider-Man movies I've ever seen. <laughs> because it is. If you just watched, you know, cut, cut scenes, scenes yeah. it would still feel like a really well-drawn-out good narrative, right? right? Because by, by cut scenes, I mean anytime the game takes control away from you. Right. Because that's not always... A cutscene. Sometimes that's in the middle of a battle, right? And the game takes control away from you to do something cool and cinematic, and then gives it back to you after that cool cinematic thing. Right, right. <laughs> Furthering. So if you watched yeah. all of that, anytime that game takes control away from you, you'd have a pretty damn good movie. And it would take over an hour, right? I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of story. I don't know exactly how much devote is devoted to storytelling in the game, but it's definitely over an hour. You guys can let us know exactly how much it is. I mean, the comics. game to 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 one hundred percent is twenty thirty hours. Is it twenty or thirty? It's about twenty, probably twenty five. Okay, it's probably as high as I went. Um, but also, I do everything as it happens. I don't wait to do all my side content. I do sure. my side content and finish it the moment it pops up. So if there's when symbiote nests pop up, there's six of them. It's like no, I'm going to do all six of them before I. I'm going to go take care of this. Yeah, right I'm going to do now. all six of them before I move Shit's on. Shit's getting serious. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just brilliant. I, we've talked a long time. We've talked for over an hour about this, but man, I think that you should experience it. Well, I mean, go experience Spider-Man 2. And then Ugh. before you do that, you should probably go to entertainthegeeky.com. You should follow us on all of our social media. Damn right. Like, comment, subscribe. Sorry for the lapse in content here, but we are getting back to the grind now. Yeah. As always, stay geeky.